Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Or jumping in at 13 seconds in this time. I mean, it's always the recording delays, and every single time we click record, we hang in suspense, and then both of our Zoom Skype cameras go slightly dodgy. (laughs) Always the pixels. That's why I know things are a go. It's always the pixels. We're flying back people. We're flying people back into space, but can we sort out these audio video call pixels? No, we cannot. <laughs> Not quite yet. We had a finale on Friday. It's Sunday. <laughs> Me and Arsif, if we try and keep schedule, but you know what? We just work to our schedule, okay? So everyone just calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's life, people. <laughs> um, I. It's just, I, I very much... This season, this season saying like there's been many seasons of it. This is the first season of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Two characters I very much enjoy on screen. And this season has been, it's been, I would say, overall interesting in the sense that they've tried to do a lot of different things here. Not like, you know, going crazy, going out of the box on every single idea they've had but it very much you know we had different themes is the wrong word but different feelings per episodes in the way that the episodes were delivered so to speak so when we came to the finale which I enjoyed and I'm going to get this out there straight away Do it, Anthony Mackie I just love Anthony Mackie <laughs> I am yeah I am so happy that he is Captain America I that's just that's just it kind of it works it just works so well and he does it so well and it makes so much sense and I love the I love the new get up I love the fact he's got two red wings now or a main one or a couple rocking yeah. about. And I feel as time goes on, we're just going to see more developments in the suit. I still feel he should have more protection. The guy is not a super soldier. Please give him some sort of energy absorbent suit. I mean, this was made by the Wakandans, right? Yeah. So I mean, you know, we still haven't explored the suit in full. Maybe you know there might be a, there might be some sort of energy absorption uh, feature. Uh, but you know, I agree as well. Like, it's it's so epic that they started the episode just kind of diving straight into. Here's the new Captain America. He still flies, but he's Captain America now. Or like, well, I said, you know, here's the new Captain America. He still flies as the Falcon, but he's this completely new Captain America with the shield and. And you get up and I mean well, that's kind of his thing, isn't it? Because in terms of Steve Rogers' thing is yeah. his strength. Yeah. So if Anthony Mackie, Sam Wilson's Captain America, is his skill and ability 
uh, with the falcon wings. That, yeah. That's his thing, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And actually, you know, as we saw in this episode, he uses it as a strength feature as well, you know, when he's like kind of flying at someone to punch them or, you know, when he's fighting for Troc, he's uh, kind of using it to, you know, do harder kicks and stuff, which is really cool. Um, and, I mean, yeah, I, I love the gap. I, I just, it just, he, he it, it suited him so well. And especially with all the kind of questions, you know, he's had in regards to the suit and uh, and his kind of role as, as being Captain America, just to, just to fly in there and looking as majestic as he did. I mean, it was really quite epic. And um, one, th- one funny thing about his suit, though, is that uh, I-, I love how his, you know, on his face mask, his ears have a little kind of um, socket to, like, kind of pop out on, you know, so you can <laughs> yeah. still hear. Because <laughs> I think with, you know, Steve Rogers' one, it was like, you know, because with the helmet, it was, like, tucked in. But, like, now he's like, you know, he needs to hear things, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the little um, it's the little tiny adjustments. <laughs> Although I did find, I feel that there was maybe this is probably me looking into it a bit too much, but I feel his suit was very reminiscent to a certain extent of Captain America: The First Avenger type suit. You know how like as Cap progressed, the suit kind of got more skin tight and more superhero. But at the yep. beginning, it was more like army and baggy and kind of. That's that's how I feel Sam Wilson's cap suit was in this one. Almost like a, a you know, those one of those silly little Easter egg homage things. Mm, mm. I know what you mean, like a little bit more army kind of military suit wise rather than super soldier. And, and, you know, well, maybe that's part of the padding that he needs to, you know, protect himself from so many, you know, super punches and kicks and, and all sorts really flying at him. So, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, but, you know, he, he really does look epic. And, and I like how this episode kind of... I mean, the the last episode was such a great setup episode for him becoming Captain America. And we had spoken about how it was a very emotional episode and really looked at, you know, the kind of... the backstory and the expectation that there is in Captain America and um, doing the right thing and, and who it should be. Um, so to see this episode really just kind of dive straight into the action, I thought that was a really kind of cool feature that it doesn't really... There's no setup. It just dives kind of straight into the action, and, and it really is like quite an action-packed episode from start to finish. Um, and a lot of kind of, again, you know, for me, you know, having kind of watched this series and seeing how it's developed, and um, and I mean, we've had a wealth of characters, and you know, some have kind of <coughs> been featured a bit more, um, and some a bit less in different ways, you know, from, like, the kind of first episodes. I mean, we had, like, you know, Torres, in the first few episodes, felt like he was going to be a main kind of character, but then he just disappeared, really. Um, Well, not really disappeared, but he was just much less featured later on. I mean, he took Sam's old wings and whatnot. But um, the characters, you know, like Isaiah Bradley and and John Walker and, um, obviously, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, but then, you know, also Zemo and... Sharon, even, you know, as we see in this episode, I mean, there's so much, the whole series is just this whole, and Carly, of course, as well, it's this whole morality play, you know, like what's right and what's wrong. Um, And how screwy and actually undefined all of that is that, you know, you have these, you know, I mean, when John Walker becomes Captain America, he's supposed to be this, you know, American hero and does the right thing and, you know, um, 
fights for justice, but then of course he very quickly becomes evil and um but then you've got like kind of Sam on the other side thinking he doesn't deserve it when he's actually, you know, completely the right person and then you've got Carly um doing what she thinks is right by killing half the world's population and you know, so there's all these different kind of sides and no one's really right or wrong. And that's what I think kind of makes it quite an interesting series, uh, overall. Especially with as I said, like you had so many characters that it kind of these like moral questions apply to, you know, like good, bad, um, which you know, I think made it kind of interesting, you know. That's that is the yeah, that is very much one of the elements that did make it interesting. I mean you kind of uh, they don't really apologize for it. They set you up with feeling you're going to get more of certain characters, maybe. But instead, and this is the thing with Marvel that it does, I feel they're very much trying to just bulk it up in the sense of they just want to introduce you to these. Um, we've said this many a time before, and this is what these series do. They're introducing you to so many different elements and so many different characters. So they carry easier into the films or yeah. easier into another series and that's what we're kind of we're, we're getting here we're getting more time with certain Wakandan characters mm-hmm. we're getting more time with Zemo we're getting more time with um, bad Captain America John yeah. Walker but it's just there's loads of there's loads of little moving parts and they don't have to be Sharon Carter they don't have to be main fixtures throughout all six episodes but it's it's just it's a nice way of just sowing the seed almost so that we can bring these characters back and everyone understands their next part of their kind of story they know they know where they are when they come into the next marvel film or franchise moving forward yeah but i think it also kind of makes like you know moving forward a little bit more intriguing in the way that you never really know what people's main drive is. Um, and that, you know, because I think, you know, one of the, one of the things that, for example, a series like Game of Thrones sort of what, I mean, from kind of my perspective, like what it kind of revolutionized in terms of like character storytelling is that even, you know, like with characters that you you think are villainous at the start, you know, there, there are events at play that, you you see their justifications and then you you realize that it's not such a like good bad sort of thing and it's just all very complicated and people are just making all these choices for certain reasons and that's what i'm i'm seeing now with the kind of whole marvel development i mean i think it was similar with like one division as well that it's kind of you had this sort of i mean i suppose one division is a bit more defined with like you know once you know agatha's there and you know um certain elements of sword and things like that uh, and the way they were operating but like in terms of like how wonder was treating like the people and 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 vision and that whole kind of what's right what's wrong um and then you know now kind of carrying through into like falcon and winter soldier and what's right what's wrong like essentially (laughs) just everything is kind of um a little bit more questions I read, you know, really, and it's not as clear cut, which I think kind of makes the, the next phase kind of more interesting in, in some ways, because yeah, like, you know, you, you'll have characters. I mean, we, we've seen it with Sharon in this episode where, you know, she's, um, I mean, we thought she was, you know, a, a pretty clear cut, you know, 
a good guy, you know, uh, for, for justice and, and, you know, doing things right. And of course she had been exiled to Mandrapur and, um, but she still seemed to be kind of, you know, uh, on the morally right path, but then, you know, <laughs> turns out she, it, I mean, is she the power broker or is it Julie Louis Dreyfus, you know? Um, yeah, it's true. Or is it both of them, you know? Um, or, do, or is it one thinks they are wherein the other one thinks they are and they both are? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I thought that was a, a nice little twist and, again, like a, an interesting development to see that there's like a, I don't know, we've now seen that there's a sort of enemy within in a way um, and, you know, what, what that will lead to as well. So it's, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of morality uh, on display or like kind of questioning, I should say, um, throughout this whole series and, of course, like, with the Fag Smashers and, and Carly. Um, I thought it was interesting seeing in this episode how the Flag Smashers just, you know, as as Carly kept going on and on and, you know, about the great sacrifice and that they're all going to die, they're all just like, yeah, not as keen now, to be honest. Like, you know, you know and she's there like, one world, and they're all like, yeah, kind of one people, but, you know, yeah. I don't really want to die, but yeah, you know. <laughs> Maybe not today. Um, <laughs> not really, Not really feeling it. Uh, like, this whole just, kind of is is after <laughs> she said it at the wrong time. That's why <laughs> she said it straight after. It was like it doesn't matter if we die. Someone was like, "Oh, I mean, <laughs> I got plans next week." <laughs> uh, a, you know, Godzilla versus Kong is coming out, and I was like, I'm really yeah, looking yeah. forward to it. <laughs> like, so for me, it's a big thing if we die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I thought that was quite interesting as well, and seeing how like Sam and Bucky have become so close, and and you know, really buddy buddy over the series um and how the flag smashers seem to be like this great cult and by the end of it they're like eh, actually maybe maybe the cause isn't worth it you know like we are just pissing off a lot of people really you know yeah uh, <laughs> and we're not uh, I left, the interesting thing was well <laughs> on the jokey side it's it's funny when she's like you know people just take up the mantle for us i was like well not been that many people helping you out at this point <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. kind of been the same core group apart from that really eager guy in Germany. Um <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That guy was weird though. It's just just strange, isn't it? There's always one. Yeah, there's always one. But you know, it was kind of do you know what? It was like it was a finale which had finale elements, but then it, it the whole episode didn't feel like this was the end as such and I, I know it's probably because it's not because it's leading into a yeah. movie or leading into another series or stuff like that but I I very much just enjoyed the action element was like no holds barred they fully went for it I think every time they utilise Sam fighting with the wings is extremely well done and well choreographed yeah. and it just looks awesome Um we did get to see Bucky go a bit badass and I feel we need more badass Bucky. Uh, it, it it very much feels because all I have in my head every time we see Bucky Barnes go into a fight is his fight with Cap in Winter Soldier where uh, they where they first meet and when he first discovers yeah. that he's Bucky and still there. He's he's like unstoppable. Yeah. almost and i kind of feel we don't i don't know whether he's suppressing it or that's the way his character's written but we don't always quite get you know what i mean that that top level 
Bucky Barnes, which we know is kind of in there? Or is that maybe just more of the Winter Soldier? But I feel that should be installed in him, that that is the level he should be at in any kind of throwdown situation. Yeah. I mean, I feel that he he can reach that level, but he just doesn't really want to get there because it's like, you know, falling off the wagon again, and then just like, well, now yeah. you know, now I've got to kill everyone. Sorry, you know, <laughs> you know, and it, so it's always, you know, and it's again, you know, he's one of, obviously as the one of the main characters in the series, and having his whole history questioned throughout and thrown back in his face the whole time. I feel that he can never really catch a break with that. That you know, obviously because of his history and and what he had done, it's like, oh, he's always a Winter Soldier. He's like always. You know, um, gonna kill someone and just cause trouble, and now he's like, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that guy anymore. You know, like I'm just, I just want to hang out and eat Japanese food and play games with like people and stuff, and you know, <laughs> and go to you know parties in the south, and you know, people not be afraid of me. So it's, um, yeah, it's funny. Another another great moment, I think, as well is. Um, Getting you know John Walker back in the kind of Captain America, the budget Captain America get up um, mm. with his budget shield, you know, which, as we predicted, didn't work out in the end. You know, I mean, that, Man, that, thing that was flimsy. <laughs> <laughs> Ended up looking like a McDonald's sort of like drink top holder, you know, <laughs> like straw holder. I think it lasted really. about two punches. Didn't <laughs> yeah. It? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was you know bold of him to go with it, but it was uh, again, yeah, I, I liked him in this in this episode because he just. this is what I kind of enjoyed about the series is that you kind of thought that this is how it's going to go down like he's just going to I don't know kill someone or do something bad and or or die himself but actually it was again quite an interesting sort of redemption uh, for him you know fighting Carly and then saving that truckload of people and kind of making that choice between that glory of catching Carly and and just actually just doing the right thing and saving people I thought that was quite a nice moment um to see that he's not all bad. And again, like reinforcing the idea that morality is a complicated, you know, um, complicated area that, you know, it's all about the decisions at the, you know, the right decisions at the, at the right times, you know? So, um, yeah, but I kind of fear for the worst for John Walker, really going forwards now. You know, well, I mean, it was, it's kind of, it's morphed into what people may have shouted about, at the beginning, and he very much is. He's become the US agent, the the US agent character from the comics, if you guys are unaware, which is kind of like uh, <laughs> kind of like what he has been, a rubbish Captain America yeah. who at some point gets discharged from the army and then gets super abilities and then is kind of Cap's friend at one point and then not and then battles him and most of the time he's kind of negative and definitely works for... <laughs> Hydro or Madam Hydro, I think at points, and yeah, he's just not. He's a bit of a, <laughs> he's a bit of a douche. But the the interesting scene is like him getting his like new suit <laughs> at the end, which is the classic like US agent suit, the black with the stripes and stuff. Yeah, he's like it's the same. <laughs> yeah, and he's <laughs> like yeah, I'm uh, back in it, and it's like yeah, but it's up. just <laughs> I what I what is always kind of weird is how just blasé he is like he's just got gotten back kind of whether he wanted or not you know like sam wilson and bucky aren't really banging down his door to 
take him out and they're kind of oh, all right you're you're blooming annoying but you know yeah. we'll, we'll take you under our wing and then he's just like yeah i'll work for this dodgy woman with purple hair <laughs> i'll work, yeah. work for val and give me a new suit and who am i working for ah, it doesn't matter yeah. it's amazing <laughs> how many like how yeah, new questions he has you know yeah. <laughs> so, like, why are you so interested in me like what do you want yeah. me to do like I'll kill a village full of people like, oh, okay <laughs> unless we unless we missed um the uh question section uh <laughs> of him and Valentina. It very much just skipped that and he was just like, Yeah, I mean that's just I'll just roll with you. I mean yeah. you you gave my wife a business card but nothing on it. So as far as I see, it's all legit and I'm back in. <laughs> Do you think maybe they like made him sign a contract with like nothing on it as well and he's just like signed away essentially like his life, you know? <laughs> It's it's kind of what is interesting. What I feel is going to be the next. We're obviously we're getting Loki come up, and we've got. I mean, so many Miss Marvel, She Hulk, Secret Invasion. But so we've got all these ones coming up. It's how. It's it's going to be interesting to see where these characters fit when we get back into that two Marvel films, three Marvel films a year, alongside all the series. Are there going to be characters that? are almost made to be just for the small screen shows. Yeah. Or like Marvel does pluck them from everywhere. But in the sense of are they, are they going to refer to how it was Agents of Shield? We I mean we only had Clark Gregg's character of Coulson transfer between the two. Oh. And I think Lady Sif from the Thor world appeared on the TV show and Sam Jackson did I think once maybe twice. But that it was very much a separate thing. And I feel, obviously, when it's not going to be as separate because we have series like The Secret Invasion coming up where Sam Jackson is, like, the main cast and they're adding big names by the minute. Amelia Clark's been added to it and so forth. But it's just going to be really interesting going forward. Is it going to be Captain America and... The Winter Soldier Series 2, because obviously that's what they yeah. named it at the end. Or, I mean, the rumours going around everywhere now is Captain America 4 is already confirmed, movie-wise. Uh-huh. And when they say Captain America, it's obviously Sam Wilson. So we're going to get a Sam Wilson standalone movie, which is going to be great. Um, and But are we then going to get them back on Disney Plus, or was this just a launching pad? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like, it's, it's, those, it's that realm of marvel questions that we always find ourselves in when anything ends or even an episode ends that we end up having more questions than we had at the end of it going into it even when it's a finale wrapping stuff up yeah and you know at the end of this it's, i'm going to say the same thing that i said at the end of one division that it was you know it's the end of a new beginning really it's new and this is what i'm wondering as well whether like these series are just like serving as as kind of steps into new phases of films or whether the new phase is going to be like series, film, series, you know, uh, and whether we'll see kind of this sort of for, I mean, to be honest, I, it clearly this is the start of the phase. So I feel that like, I don't know. I, I, I think it would be silly if they didn't involve more series like this kind of going forwards to like bridge uh, maybe gaps between films and characters and bring characters into like different, sort of scenarios um 
because the series thing works so well, you know, I mean, we've been saying that this feels like a broken up film, like an extended film, really, uh, kind of, you know, um, set across like, you know, more, more, more episodes and, and, you know, looking at one division, like the creativity that they kind of put into that, you can, you know, they can have like more fun and there's more options. So I, I feel that it would be a miss if they didn't carry on with the series, at least in some respect. Um, but yeah, you know, a lot of these, you know, feel like the, the, um, the setup for, for films going forward, really. And yeah, I mean, I'd love to see a new Captain America and Winter Soldier film now that, you know, we've got, you know, now, now that the lads are confirmed best mates, you know, um, what hijinks would they be having next, you know, and who would they be fighting? And yeah, as we said, you know, at the beginning of the episode, like, it'd be great to see more Mackie, you know? Oh, 100%. And it's what's going to be interesting. It's very much how this pans out in the sense of release schedule so i mean we're in our second marvel show of the year we're coming into may the loki series comes in june so that's three marvel shows in the first half of 2021 and it's like looking at it and you've got so we've obviously got moon knight oscar isaacs and we've got um miss marvel which both I feel are in production and both are filming and secret invasion is as well. I believe is filming. I think the big role that usually what happens is sometimes you get cast a long way ahead of time, but other times it's very cast as something is either just about to go into production or it's just um, like, it's just going into filming or filming's beginning. And it's not because they didn't have, these people lined up it's just like contracts and all these types of things sometimes take a long time to agree and then you get like a flurry of announcements all at the same time and then they're like before you know it they're filming and it's done but to them they've probably been discussing it for six months or so um so it'd be interesting i don't feel well because it's sitting on the disney plus series as well maybe we won't get the same I don't feel we'll get another three series before the end of the year, is what I'm trying to say. Loki's the third series. I don't think we're going to get another three, even though I'd love it, because I feel now it's going to kind of, and Disney Plus will do this as well, you're going to get this seismic shift, aren't you? Because we've got Black Widow coming up, and you've got um, uh, Spider-Man movie at the end of the year. You've got the new... um, Shang-Chi movie and the Ten Rings, but you've got so much Star Wars content coming out. That's that's the thing, I think, which is now now they're like, hey, Marvel, have all this time, and then it's going to be Book of Boba and The Mandalorian, and I feel another Star Wars series that I might have forgotten. Um, But obviously you've got The Bad Batch is coming in. That's The Bad Batch, yeah. Yeah, You've got that coming in two weeks. Yeah. So... What I'm getting at is it's just going to be really interesting to see the kind of volume that we're going to get. Like, maybe did we get more volume because of the pandemic? So it was so hungry for content that they were like, why wait? Let's put it out now. We're going to have more. And, like, Disney Plus is smashing it with subscribers. I think they're, like, they obviously haven't caught Netflix up. But, man, I think they broke their what they were expecting to do in five years in like a year yeah (laughs) it's insane but i think the volume of content coming our way is just like uh, amazing but at the same time it's going to be easily how it's 
it was hard enough and they did it so well interweaving 22 or so films to culminate in the Avengers Infinity War and Endgame now do it now do 22 films plus I don't know 15 series at the same time that's so much story content isn't it to intertwine with each other and make sense yeah absolutely and actually it's quite incredible that they've they're doing it with both their like major franchises um, that like you know it, they're really shifting into this. I mean, ultimately they're seeing what people want, and as you said, it, pandemic or not, I think you know obviously subscription services was such a you know thing that, and it was about series. Like movies are one thing, but I think you know you, you can see that. Um, I think you know, and probably what Disney have realized as well, particularly from like the Star Wars franchise. Is that you can, you know, making films and the lasting effect of the films can be much harder. Whereas with series, like, you know, if things start maybe to go a little bit off, there are like, because there's more elements in a series that like, there's, there could be more redeeming features to a series. And, you know, um, whereas with a film, you know, you, you kind of get one shot at it, you know, and if, if it's not that, then, you, you know, it, it's very complicated in terms of remedying story plots or characters and you know, rescuing certain narratives and things like that. So, yeah, like maybe, you know, they've kind of gone into the shift of series because it's like people love it, you know. Uh, we can do so much more with it. And, and uh, you know, as we've been saying, like throughout, like whatever it is we're watching on Disney Plus, you know, at the moment, whether it's, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Mandalorian, I mean, it all is movie quality production levels anyway. So it, it doesn't feel yeah. like you're miss that you you know you you require a movie it to be honest it just feels like a movie anyway you know just drawn out with more with more story um and more characters and more depth really which kind of makes it better in a lot of ways and in you know plot points which become more complicated are able to be mapped out better that way i think as well and that's why i i'm liking about these series is that there's a lot of emotional exploration and depth and new characters that they're kind of able to flesh out better going forwards rather than just have like you know 10 a 10 minute scene in like one film that they have to dedicate to like this whole emo you know the whole emotional character of some of you know a, a new villain or something so you know here they're actually just able to yeah just you know pace it better um be more creative you know as we said like you know looking at one division i mean that was fun you know and they take you know they could take something serious and turn it on its head and then you know turn it back around again and you know, um, and so, yeah, it's just like a, a new face for them. It seems to be working out really well for them. So it's, yeah, I think it would be ridiculous if they just didn't like kind of keep the whole balance of film series now, you know, it, it just seems so right for them. And I mean, to us after, you know, I, with everything you've listed, it's not like, you know, like clearly they know it's a winning strategy and, you know, uh, they, and really, to be honest, there hasn't really been that much bad content on the series side i have to say i mean it's really been pretty impressive overall like pretty thrilling and you know especially with lockdown god damn it's nice to have something you know something like this to watch over like a few weeks and, and discuss you know so it's uh yeah hats off to them really once again it's delivering it weekly is the key wow. it's, it's that whole uh, you would all, you would obviously love it if you could go from episode to episode, but at the same time, you would just feel cheated in the fact that you would finish it in two days and be like, so, <laughs> when's the next thing coming out? Oh, like three months? Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
Why not watch it all at once? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, where does it? So this is this is my kind of thoughts at the end of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I very much enjoyed the series. The elements of the series I most enjoyed are the relationship between the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I enjoyed the focus on Sam Wilson and the delivery of him becoming Captain America. I enjoyed the extra characters. I enjoyed Bradley's character yeah, as a, um, a coming in and being a, a character that was brought to the front and the nice touch that was given at the end where he had his statue in that famous museum that every Captain America visits at some point. So if you ever want to find Captain America or Bucky Barnes, just hang around that museum. They will pop (laughs) up. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, But they might be wearing a baseball cap, so you might not see them. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) trying to be avoided. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, These were kind of, for me personally, that was, Oh, and the introduction of the Wakandans in the series very much enjoyed that element as well. Um, just because they're kind of, they're so badass, it's just brilliant to see their fight scenes, fight scenes unfold, and the multiple Falcon. I think one thing in this series, the choreography of the fight scenes is extremely good, yeah. um, because you feel it has to be, but whoever's working out the all the moves with Sam Wilson's character whilst he's using his Falcon wings hats off to you. Cause it yeah. looks brilliant. those scenes look brilliant and so cinematic. So I very much enjoyed this series as a whole. For me, it still doesn't come as enjoyable as WandaVision. I really loved WandaVision and I feel there was just so much more in WandaVision in the sense that it was, it was really something new. I think that's probably why I liked it more. It's just, it's a different style. Uh-huh. Not said I didn't really enjoy this series. There were like the John Walker character for for me was very up and down. I understand he's a character that's not supposed to be liked, but sometimes I didn't think it was like the strongest character. And the Zemo character, I feel we should have got way more there than we did. Although like Daniel Brawl on screen is great, but I feel we didn't get enough time with Zemo. But obviously we're probably going to get more time with Zemo at some point. Yeah later stage but that's kind of where i sat with it overall so and and i'm also with loki i'm very much ready to jump back into the world of magic (laughs) Uh, but like what what are you thinking at the end of that six episode series yeah i mean i'm you know i echo a lot of the same sentiments as you you know there was um a lot of um good stuff to take from you know from the series in terms of new characters I, I you know like you i i love the kind of different exploration of like um the various themes throughout and and I, I like that whole morality kind of questioning thing that the series has done that for me was probably like you know the, the kind of strong side like considering the, the characters backgrounds and and also the new characters and what was expected of them and like having that whole kind of questionable um intent and actually and it really i thought laid the foundation to to for you know sam wilson to become the new captain america i mean it just like highlighted just how you know how how suitable he was for the job and and you know and the exploration you know the kind of emotional exploration of his character and and isaiah bradley i thought i really liked those scenes and you know especially with kind of the last year of you know as we've said on previous podcasts i mean the last year has been 
a year of 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 protests from you know black lives matters and you know and, and issues that are kind of you know big in in the real world at the moment and what i liked about the series is that it was able to kind of bake in those themes and you know address them in actually quite a sensitive and emotional way um but without you know being too preachy about it or shoving it down your throat um in a way that you know like that other shows can be like you know not as subtle i thought that they really kind of got it right here that it, it it blended well into the story to the characters and made some great points and also just, you know, helped um, develop like the characters that we already knew before as well. You know, so it was like, that was a mark of good writing. I thought, um, I agree that there was like, you know, with John Walker, you know, I, I quite liked him in, in, in some ways in that, like, you know, but he, it was interesting seeing over how like six episodes, he goes very much from like hero to zero in like no time at all. But, yeah, I suppose, you know, but that's kind of the whole point of Captain America is that, like, no, one, as he says, like, no one knows how much pressure they put on Captain America to do those things. So, to, you know, I mean, that's just the demonstration that he he cracks basically right away. Um, and it takes you know someone with with more substance and character and understanding and generally you know life experience. You know, so that was you know again it was a good contrast I think to for setting. Um, Sam Wilson up as Captain America. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I agree with you that I love that his relationship with the Winter Soldier and you know Bucky and how that developed over the series at the beginning. You know they're in therapy together and you know they basically you know they have that eye staring competition in the like the first or second episode and then by this point they're you know patting each other on the back and you know having jokes and it's like oh finally you know you know Steve Rogers can be happy you know looking down wherever he is or whatnot you know it's nice that they've come together um i thought the um the the flag smashes thing uh, you know i i thought they were it was an interesting kind of concept and again like the whole morality play interesting at points i don't know like they were a little bit um for me sometimes a little bit confusing yeah a bit underwhelming in some ways because it was like i i kind of got you know it felt that they were sort of this massive threat but then towards the end it just felt like they fizzled out a bit and that it wasn't actually like as big a threat as as thought and and you know i mean and i don't know this is the thing i'm I'm wondering whether like the whole flag smashers ideology side will play in later on and this is just like kind of the first thing which didn't seem as big but then later on it might get bigger but you know, but I mean, you know, not to say that, you know, I, I thought it was quite, you know, again, a kind of interesting concept and interesting how they, again, took the, the blip into the story and how that became sort of a driving factor in that kind of arc. So, yeah, it was, you know, not not the best, but not the worst, you know, I, again, kind of, and, you know, it, it played into the overall tone of the series. Um, but, you know, I... Generally, I, I thought the series was was cool. I, you know, there were. It, I felt that there was a lot to take in, um, and this is why I feel that it's kind of, again, it, it feels like very much a setup series. That it's kind of an introduction to bigger things. That they, you know, having characters like Zemo not dying, but like having a kind of a significant role and you know some exploration there, and the Wakandans, as you said, and. Um, I mean, everyone really. Um, so it, it feels like you know there's 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 more to come, and but it, it's but it's been great, and 
to be honest, the, the main kind of focus of it, which is Sam becoming Captain America, I think they've pulled off well in terms of the writing and how they've got there in the end, really, which is, is a nice payoff, I think. Yeah, yeah, it is a nice payoff. And like, that's one thing I definitely don't take away from it because it's it's a brilliant setup. And it's been great to have a lot more time with these characters. That's one thing I've enjoyed, more time with these two, really. I hope their history in Marvel's next phases very much follows through to the same length that we had in the first few phases culminating in Avengers Endgame. So that's that's something I definitely want more of. And also, one thing to shout out, it's uh, the podcast's one-year anniversary coming up um, very soon. So, like, you know, thousands of downloads later in over 30 countries. Thank you, everyone, for listening. But we want you to get in touch with us and, like, ask us. Either you can ask us questions or what you want us to cover or if you want to just say hi, say hi. Um, But whatever you want. So JediOrderPodcast at gmail.com is where you can contact us or you can obviously follow us on twitter as well but yeah just hit us up on there and what we'll do is once we've got a bunch of requests and stuff we'll do an episode going through like all the questions you asked all the requests and stuff like that and then we're we're pick stuff from those requests and do episodes on those particular films or if it's a series or what whatever you're kind of highlighting um but yeah so that's always a fun thing to chat about and i think but overall i can't wait for more marvel stuff hey we've got some more monster episodes coming up for you guys as well we're going to be doing um eventually going to be doing godzilla versus kong uh we know it's already passed but hey it's still fun to talk about it and godzilla king of the monsters so we're going to do a mashup because as you know ours if especially but we both very much love the monster movies and we love doing the monster episodes so we're going to do more of that as well but thanks so much for the support and um let's catch you next week or maybe midweek we might drop a couple of episodes we don't know Hi guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Jedi Order Podcast. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe and may the force be with you.